Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to part two of the Tech Sales Intro course. In this training, you will learn what is sales development. Your job as a sales development rep is to help solve companies' problems by purchasing your product. You will reach out to these companies via cold call, cold email, LinkedIn message, whatever it takes to get their attention to help them understand, hey, you have a problem that needs solving. We have a solution, a product, that you may or may not be aware of that actually exists, it can solve your problem, and this is why it really matters. And if you don't buy, these are the negative consequences as a result of not solving your problem, but if you do purchase our solution, this is how it's gonna help your business. You are the link between the problem and the solution. You are a master communicator, you are an educator, you are reaching out to companies to help them understand the problems they have and how you can solve them. Let's take a customer service example. Imagine an e-commerce company that's shipping thousands of customer orders a day. As you can imagine, they're gonna get quite a few calls from customers, and imagine if they just have three phones in their office, customer service reps are rotating, and they don't know when to expect calls, and it's really slow time to resolution on the phones. So you reach out to the company and say, hey, we have a computer program in which your customer service reps can chat with your customers on your website in real time. You can dynamically route the calls via the computer directly to your customer service reps that are working remotely. This is gonna be incredibly valuable to your business. The customer may have not known that a better solution exists than just having three random phones in their office and it's hurting their business as a result. You educate them that they're not gonna be able to satisfy all their customer needs and that you have a solution that solves it. And that is why they will then spend high ticket dollar amounts to purchase your product. And you will get paid big commission checks as a result. So you may be wondering, well, if I'm calling upon big organizations and these are professionals at the end of the day, why don't they just solve the problems themselves? Or how do they not know these problems exist? The business problems that software sol solves, it's called a solution sale. It's incredibly complex and it's abstract at times. For example, I sold an employee survey software. So these companies oftentimes don't understand, well, how does employee engagement or morale contribute to attrition? So my job was to reach out and help them understand, you have a problem, I have a solution that exists, and this is why it really matters to solve the problem and how it's actually going to help your business, and that's your job. So as you think about different business problems that exist, I think this is a good way to look at it. Imagine a wholesale business. They have 
a big warehouse, similar to the company Troy, the founder of Course Crew, started his career with. Imagine this big warehouse. They have tens of thousands of square foot, hundreds of employees. This company needs to constantly hire employees. They need to constantly be training employees. They need to constantly be understanding how many orders are we getting? How much inventory do we have in stock? How do we deliver the product to our customers in a timely manner? How do we make sure our customers are delighted by the experience? These are all different opportunities of challenges and problems that a business could be facing. These problems and challenges will vary based on unique company and industry examples, but these problems exist across all companies and it's your job to help the companies you're prospecting and working with understand what their problems are, why they matter, your solution exists, and how it will help them be more successful and why they need to solve it right now. So as you think about the problem that a career in tech sales solves, I wanna feature a successful dual student story, tech sales with the Whartons, they've got a YouTube channel. It is a husband-wife combo in which they went through course careers and the husband, Justin, Justin Wharton, great guy, did an interview on his channel once, he got hired at Intuit and they now have a combined income of $160,000 because they both went through course careers together because they had the problem that they wanted to make more household income. So the solution was seeking out course careers to then learn what they need to know to quickly get hired in a high paying tech sales position. This could be you too. Continuing forward, you are a doctor prognosing a solution. So if you go to the doctor and you've got a stomach ache and you want it solved, the doctor isn't just going to say, oh, you got a stomach ache. I, I've got a medicine. You want the doctor to understand how long have you had the stomach ache for? What does it feel like in your stomach? Okay. Have you been able to sleep? Have you tried to solve this? You ask customers questions to help them understand and help you understand what the actual problem is so that you can then provide a recommendation and a solution. So you as a sales development rep, keep in mind, there are different types of sales. As you think about what is sales development, sales development rep selling software is very different than a car salesman or an insurance salesman. So you could be doing B2B or B2C sales. B2B stands for business to business. An example would be Salesforce, for example, selling their CRM software to other businesses so they can manage their customer relations or B2C business to consumer. This would be an example like Netflix in which you as the consumer pay a monthly subscription in order to access their content library. Next, as a sales development rep, you will either be an inbound rep in which customers request a demo on the website or request contact and you're basically working warm leads or you will be an outbound rep like me and this is when you really roll your sleeves up and get in the dirt because you are doing cold prospecting all day doing the exact process of helping companies understand their problems, that your product solution exists and why they need to solve it right now. You will either be inside or outside sales, inside sales, which is the majority of tech sales reps. You are working from home remotely or in an office, meaning you aren't often going to actual customer locations. I did about one onsite sale across my five years working in tech. As you progress up the corporate ladder and become an enterprise account executive, you will have fewer accounts that you work with, but these will be the biggest and the best companies in the world, the massive $100 billion brands. And more oftentimes than not, you may need to travel on site to actually meet with the customer face-to-face -face because the deal sizes are gonna be incredibly large. 
and then industry specific. So for example, I sold an HR employee software solution for them to gather feedback from their employees. I sold into all industries. I sold into automotive. I sold into food services, financial services, manufacturing, professional business services. I sold to all industries. You may be selling a solution that's specific to one industry. So keep in mind that these are all different variables that will impact your unique experience as a sales development rep and what your day-to-day -day actually looks like. A day in the life of a sales development rep will be broken out into three main categories, research, outreach, discovery. About 25% of your time will be spent doing research. This is identifying, well, what company should I reach out to? Or if I've been given an account list, what prospects within those companies do I reach out to? And this takes a lot of work to build your list. Next, 50% of your time on the outreach. This is where the real money is made and the value is created because you will be using unique prospecting techniques like cold calling, like cold emailing, like LinkedIn messaging, like alternative prospecting methods that we teach in course careers to get the attention of your prospects and set up meetings between your prospect and your account executive to then begin the sales cycle. And then finally, about 25% of your time on discovery. This will be speaking with prospects, and I also categorize this as working internally with your manager and your account executives to put together your plan and skill development to constantly be successful. How is SDR success measured? Oftentimes your success is measured on the inputs. So how many activities do you put in? How many calls do you make in a day? How many emails do you send in a day? How many meetings do you take in a day? And then also the outputs. As a result of all of that work, how many opportunities do you actually generate? How many times do you get a prospect to agree to a meeting with you and then to successfully show up to that meeting and then that meeting convert into another meeting in which you do further discovery. And this is called a qualified opportunity. And you will hear the term pipeline thrown around because if there is a qualified opportunity, there is going to be a pipeline value associated with that opportunity. So for example, if I called on a company that had 1000 employees and they agreed, yeah, we got a problem. Your solution's great. It could help us. And then they agreed to do a demo with me. I would be able to understand, okay, a thousand employees, two bucks an employee, it's going to be $2,000 annually, whatever it may be. And you can do the math on your actual solution. So it's all about the inputs, the actual activities you put in, calls, emails, and then how many meetings opportunities are generated as a result. As you think about the work environment, you're either going to be working fully remote, which you understand what that's going to be like. You control the environment in your house or you'll be working in the office or a hybrid approach, which is some remote, some in the office. Typically in the tech sales work offices, it will be energetic and loud. This was my experience. It's typically very open floor plan setting. You're not sitting in cubicles. You're within an arm's reach of people around you. They can hear your calls. You can hear their calls. And it creates a very dynamic environment because people are on the phone. People are speaking with prospects. And this can result in some really great days and some really challenging days if you put in a ton of work, fail to set a meeting, or have a tough conversation in which a prospect body bags you, which is this is when they're rude or they hang up on you. So there's good and the bad, but nothing's ever as good or as bad as it actually seems. So as you think about, well, what does this actually look like on a calendar? Get in the office, get your coffee, boom, sit down, looking at your email, checking calendar. 9 to 10, researching companies, adding in prospects. 10 to 12, making phone calls. 
you got your lunch time. I would not advise taking an hour for lunch. You can do some work through lunch. One to three, sending some emails, sending some personalized LinkedIn notes. Three to 315, sending even more notes because there's never enough outbound reaches to do. You want to do as many as you can. It's all a numbers game. And then you'll conclude your day with making some phone calls and doing some follow-ups as well. Tips for being a successful sales development rep, because I was an incredibly successful sales development rep. I made tens of thousands of phone calls, generated over $10 million of pipeline. Seek out advice from senior leaders in your office. I was really struggling my first month and it was hard on me. And I was like, am I going to be able to do this or am I going to have to figure out something else? Everyone asks themselves the question, is sales for me? So I set up time with the senior sales leader in our office who had been at the company for 10 years. And he said, yeah, Trent, you just got to be committed. You got to be all in. You got to approach this as if there's no alternatives. Burn the boats, take the island or die trying. And this hunter mentality of being all in, it changed the trajectory of my career. So whenever you land day one, seek out the advice of whatever people who have actually done the job successfully. Next, win the day. This was the motto in our sales development organization. It was, you only can control your actions and your effort today. And if you successfully do that and win today based on whatever standards look like for you having a successful day, and if you do it again tomorrow, it's going to start stacking and compounding. So it is all about winning the day in front of you right now and today. That's looking like learning what you need to know through course careers, beginning to apply to your companies, land the jobs, making your calls, and then start getting paid your commission checks. That's what it's all about. You keep repeating the process. And then finally, ignore the noise and play the long game. The founder of our company, who is the owner of the Utah Jazz, he would always say this. And what it means is no matter what's going on around you, all you can control is your circle of influence. You can control how you respond to situations. You can control your attitude. You can control your effort. You can control what you do and how you spend your time on a day-to-day basis. And this is all that matters for your success, focusing on what you can control. Finally, in conclusion of part two, tech sales will solve your problems. Take AC, I interviewed her. She was collecting food stamps, literally, And then she discovered course careers and tech sales. And after going through the program, she was able to completely transform her life and put so much brightness in her future by starting a career in tech sales. I enjoyed hearing the story. I would encourage you to go listen to the interview. We have dozens of successful student interviews, folks ranging from all sorts of backgrounds, many of them no degree, many of them no experience, many of them no connections, no internships, just like me. Go watch some of the student testimonials. And if you still believe a career in tech sales is right for you, I'll talk to you in part three of the tech sales intro course coming up, how to actually get started in sales development rep.